You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Hello, my beautiful people, and welcome back to the Moments Podcast. I am so extra excited to talk to you guys today for just so many reasons, and there's so many things I want to talk about, so I'm thinking I'm going to title this episode Moments and Lessings, just because in lessings, really, I was going for somewhere between blessings and lessons, (laughs) moments and lessons, like things that I've just learned in the past week of my life that I think are very valuable to just share with anyone who's willing to listen. And right now that's you guys. And I think that we can all take something away from this. So I don't know, stay tuned. I'm gonna tell you a little bit about my week and I'm gonna tell you all the lessons that came with that. And obviously the blessings too, hence why I combined the word. Um, Backstory, life update. I recorded last time. Where did I record last time? Where was I at in life mentally? I think I was still all over the place mentally. I was kind of coming out of a funk slowly, but surely. Um, I can I can tell you now that I have made it out of that funk and I feel really good and really excited and really grateful and just so at peace for so many reasons and I wish I could just dump them all at once, but I'm trying to keep this a little bit organized. So I'll get into it as we go, but last week I was losing it. I was mentally going a little bit crazy, and the week before I was too. I was deep under the wave, going through it, just struggling to do anything, to feel anything. I was just kind of hurting constantly, and I couldn't really figure out why, but I just kind of accepted that it's going to happen, and I, the only way to get through it is to get through it, and there's nothing else I can do, so I might as well just make the most of it, be grateful along the way, and know that I'm going to learn something by the time this comes to an end. And it's really cool and really full circle to be able to do this episode now where I am doing that. Like I'm showing you the other side, like I'm showing you that there is another side and you do get through it and you never know when it's gonna come and when it's gonna pass, but it does and it feels really good when it does. It's not something that you can really explain, but you just kinda know you've been lifted. You've been lifted from under the water and you never really know who does it or how it happens, but it happens anyways. We're on the other side, we made it. I went to Arizona last week and I went with my mom. We stayed at this place called Miraval. And Miraval is just like a, I don't know if they call themselves a resort, but it's a wellness retreat kind of health center. Not center, that sounds so not like what it is. It's basically this hotel that you go stay at and it's all inclusive, but Not only is it that, it was the coolest experience I've ever had traveling somewhere in a really long time because I went into it and I had no expectations. Like I'll give you guys the full backstory. I hadn't heard anything about them. They reached out to me and my managers online and were like, hey, we wanna come have Lexi stay for a couple nights. Like, would she be interested? So obviously I did my research, I looked into it. I was like, this place actually looks really, really cool. So I said, yes, I was like, I want my mom to come with me just because I hadn't done a trip with her in a while. And I said yes. And then I didn't think too much of it for the next couple weeks. And then we picked the dates, we picked, we booked the flights and all that. And then this was all 
like a month before it was happening. So that whole month, obviously you guys know I've been on the move, I've been traveling. I haven't really had much time to think about what's ahead for me, like or the future or what I have coming up. I've just been go, go, go in the moment, just be where my feet are and try to get everything. What am I saying? I don't know. Anyways, my head's been all over the place. I did the whole month before this trip, I didn't even think about this trip. I forgot I had this trip. And then I got home from Greece and I remembered I had this trip. And then I went to California and I was like, oh my gosh, right after California, I get to go to Arizona. And obviously I've been telling you guys that I've been stressed and overwhelmed and like a little bit tired of traveling first world problem I know but I've just been craving routine and stillness and stability and like wellness and mindfulness and just time to take care of myself um so with this trip coming up I was excited I got to go with my mom and we get there and I realized that it is exactly what I needed it was like God gave me that trip for a reason he's like this is what you've been asking for this is what you've been praying for I'm giving it to you now He's like, you need to rest and you need to relax and you need to take time to get off your phone, to detox. And when we got there, they told us like, you can't be on your phone unless you're in your room. And there's a couple designated phone areas. You could take pictures, you could take videos, but you can't like look at them right after. You're not supposed to be on your phone. And obviously at first that was hard for me. I was like, heck no, I'm going to be on my phone. Like, what do you think? I got to work. Right? Like, that's how my brain works. I'm constantly, like, on my phone. My screen time is usually, like, embarrassingly 10 to 12 hours. And a lot of it's work. A lot of it's also just mindless scrolling because we're all human. And I know that we all have a couple hours a day on TikTok. At least I hope. It would make me feel better if we did. Anyways, first I had a hard time accepting that. Um, We were only there for, like, not even, like, 72-ish hours. But by the second day, I found so much peace in like not being on my phone. Like when we were at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, we couldn't be on my phone. We couldn't. You know what I'm saying. I couldn't go on my phone. I had to sit there and have conversation with my mom and talk and be in the moment and like genuinely be present in where I am. And it was the coolest thing to be able to do that. And then along with that, I could make this whole episode just talking about Miraval. And don't get me wrong, I'm going to spend a lot of time talking about it. But anyways best time ever the food like next level um also this isn't like sponsored in any way shape or form like for them the only requirement was for me to like post a little tiktok for them and obviously i'm banned on tiktok right now so i can't do that but i just genuinely want to tell you guys how awesome this place was the food there next level everything was so fresh like i said it's all inclusive they also have this like smoothie bar and this buffet and then you can also order off the menu and it was just really cool to eat like such fresh and good food like I always I think I've talked about this before eat just like junk and I put junk and processed food into my body especially when I am traveling usually I'm just like grabbing food at like In-N-Out or Chick-fil-A I'm eating greasy junk food and obviously it doesn't make me feel too good on the inside or the outside but it was really cool to reconnect with food while I was at Miraval which is kind of leading me into what I want to talk about, which is just the lessons and the blessings that I've had in the past week. And I don't know, I'm getting myself a little bit confused on like what way I want to organize this. I wrote on my outline (laughs) that I need to just take it like one thing at a time and then tell you the story that goes along with each thing. But you guys know how my brain works and it's all over the place. And backstory not backstory side note I had someone actually reach out to me um they DM'd me 
and she was like I love listening to your podcast because your brain works the same way that I do like you're all over the place but I absolutely love it because I am too and I was like that is so cool to be able to I don't know connect with all of us crazy brained people I don't know I, I stress myself out sometimes when I talk. That's another thing that I'm learning, and this is not on my outline whatsoever. It's just coming to my brain right now. I always stress when I'm giving these podcasts or, like, talking to you guys. I'm like, well, I sound annoying, or I sound weird, or I sound repetitive, or I don't know. I'm just constantly judging myself for the way that people are going to perceive me. And I'm like, oh, people definitely aren't going to like this. But I'm really trying to teach myself how to let go of that because I have come to this realization that the people who are meant to be in my life and meant to support me and meant to be a part of this journey and this community are going to stick around, whether I'm annoying or whether I'm not annoying, they're not gonna judge me for being who I am. And I just thought that that was something that I wanted to share with you because I think it's something that we all need to work on a little bit more, just loving yourself the way you are and not being worried about the way that people perceive you because if people perceive you a certain way and if they don't like you and they don't want you around or they can't stand listening to you or hearing you talk you don't need those people in your life and you don't need to change for them to like you because why do you want those people in your life in the first place do you get what i'm saying the reason that i started thinking about this all and really extra like started just worrying about what people thought of me was because I have a friend, like a mutual on TikTok, and she was talking about how she has this snark page on Reddit, and I didn't know anything about Reddit whatsoever. But did I talk about this last week? I don't remember if I did. Like, I actually have no clue. Anyways, I'm going to talk about it again. Uh, she had this snark page on Reddit, and I was like, whoa, what is that? So I went and looked at it, and I was like, holy cow, some people have way too much time on their hands, and way too broken of hearts because you know I've lived long enough and I've learned enough that I know that people that hurt people are hurt people themselves and no one projects like that onto other people unless they're going through it in their own heart um so it's just taught me to have a lot of sympathy for those kind of people but I was like dang people have way too much time on their in their hands and they are doing some horrible like saying just horrible things about people that I love and I am like love to follow and love everything that they do with their lives and I deleted Reddit right after that because I was like I don't want to read this and obviously you guys know I searched for myself and I was pretty lucky there was one person who said like some nasty stuff but for the most part people were I, there wasn't much about me at all which honestly I'm like thank goodness because I probably would have had a harder time handling it anyways Lexi you're getting sidetracked again it just taught me that I don't need to worry about the way that people perceive me because everybody is going to perceive people differently. Like I found like this snark page for this person that I love so much and I watched their life and I'm like, wow, that's beautiful. And other people can watch their life and be like, she did this wrong and this wrong and I hate this and I hate that. People are always going to have something to say um, and you don't need to change for anyone. You need to just stay true to you and your crew will gravitate towards you. And that's what I'm learning with this podcast. If I drive you crazy, if my brain drives you crazy, if you don't like me, that's okay. I don't need you here. And obviously, those of you guys who are listening, you aren't those people and I'm not talking to you. I love you and I'm grateful for you and you are literally my best friend. Moving on, let's get back to what I literally wanted to talk about. I'm going to take you through some of the things we did at Miraville and the lessons that came with them because this trip for me was just very eye-opening and very... 
I can't think of a word to describe it. I, I like reconnected with myself. It was very fulfilling. That's something that I would say. And if you've seen my my Instagram stories the past couple of days, I've talked about it a lot, but it's easier for me to get personal when I'm talking about it directly, like to you guys right now. Um, when we were there, we did this thing called Out on a Limb. And basically what that meant is that we went to this little ropes course and we walked across a log that was 25 feet in the air with no nothing to hold on to. We were obviously strapped in like we weren't going to fall to our death or anything, but it was pretty scary. It was pretty intimidating. And I went with my mom on this trip. So this is kind of a story more about her than it is about me personally. She has always had the biggest fear of heights and jumping off of things or just like doing risky stuff like she's a very reserved person and it's not that she doesn't want to be able to do risky things she just literally gets too scared and her body freezes so we get to the place I didn't tell her too much about it I told her we were going to be doing something she was scared of and we were going to be walking across a log that was in the air and she was like well you're not going to give me a choice are you and I said absolutely not we're doing this it's going to be good for you and it's going to be good for me and it's going to be awesome and epic. So we get there, she sees the log, and she's like, oh, F no. And this is where my personal favorite part of Miraval comes in. Uh, we met with the guides, like the people who were going to be taking us on this limb, like on the excursion. And they were just the coolest people. His name was Justin, and I think that the other guy's name was Nick. But they were just the most down-to-earth, like, connected, mindful, spiritual, awesome people. I think that that's the best way to describe them. They talked us through everything that we were worried about. And not only that, while they were talking us through that, they were like teaching us so much about ourselves that they could recognize just in the way that we talk or the intentions that we set. And it was just awesome. And point of the story here is my mom decides that she needs to go first because we were like, if she has to watch other people do this, it's going to be a lot harder for her to do it on her own. And she needs to go first if she's ever going to face this fear. So she climbs up the little ladder. I wish I could give you guys a visual. She climbs up the ladder and once you're up the ladder, you have to climb the pole. So she climbs up the pole like she's a literal, um, what's, what are those bears called? Grizzly bear. And She's like on her hands and knees. She finally gets up to the log. She's cursing up a storm because obviously she's terrified. And she finally stands up and she's like, well, can I just come down here? And obviously there were like six of us doing this activity. We're all like, no, you can do this. And she's cursing and Justin's down on the floor. Like you're allowed to say as many F-bombs as you want, but you have to be positive and you have to say things that are positive, that make you believe in yourself. Because if she's up there saying... F this, like, I don't know if I can do this or I can't do this. I need to come down. Of course, she's not going to be able to do it. And it's cool because these are all things we know. We all know that we have to be positive if we want to accomplish things. We have to believe in ourselves if we want them to come through but or to come true. But it's very different when someone else says it to you, especially in a setting like that. Someone who can so calmly say, you can do this. You have nothing to worry about you're gonna walk across that log. And that's exactly what Justin did. And my mom did it. She walked across the damn log. And obviously that might sound a little bit sillier to you guys than it does to me or to her or to anyone who's ever known her, but she conquered one of her biggest fears and no one thought she could do it. We all were like, no way she's gonna do it. And in a joking way, but she did it and she accomplished it. And it was all because she had someone who was just telling her she could do it. 
Um, and that lesson for me was really just, number one, you can conquer your biggest fear. If she could do it, you could do it. That proved everything to me. And number two, have someone on your team. Have someone who is willing to support you through everything um, and keep those people close to you in your life. And if you don't know who those people are in your life, give it time. Eventually, people's true colors show and you will know who's really there for you and who's really not. And the ones who are, are the people that you need to do everything in your power to keep by your side. And another thing I learned when we did that out on the limb experience was that sometimes things aren't scary until you get to the top. Um, and I think that this relates to a lot of different things in life. For me, on surface level, I was like, oh, this is going to be easy money. And Justin was like, well, then you're going to go last. You're going to watch everyone else do this, and then you're going to go. And by the time it was my turn, I was like, oh, crap, maybe I am a little bit nervous. And I'm climbing up the pole, and I'm like, holy crap, I'm really high up in the air. I am terrified to walk across this log. Why wasn't I scared before, and why am I scared now? Um, and it just, sorry if I've been saying um a lot. When I get thinking and, and start thinking deep, it just happens naturally. My bad. I apologize. But I'm about to walk across this log, and I'm like, dang, this is a lot scarier than I thought. I just said that. What am I saying, you guys? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I realized that sometimes we we talk the talk and then it gets to the point where we have to walk the walk and that's when all the fear comes in and that's when it storms in and I think that that is God reminding you or whoever it is that you believe in that you've made it and that you're doing it and that this is where you are going to succeed and that you've made it to where you want to be and let me explain that a little bit better if everything was easy and if we walked the walk and talked to the talk and nothing scared us ever we would never really feel like we accomplished anything. And I believe that God gives us that little bit of fear, that little bit of nervousness, that little bit of hesitancy, if that's a word, to remind us that this is what you've wanted and you can do it and you should be proud of yourself. And I hope that makes sense. But to me, it made a lot of sense and it was a huge lesson for me and I figured that I could share that with you. We all know how much taking a small action can make a big difference in your life or somebody else's life, whether that's smiling at a stranger, waking up 30 minutes earlier, practicing a new skill for a few days. Small actions go a long way. And the small action I've added to my life lately is taking Seeds DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. It helps maintain a healthy gut and healthy digestion. I genuinely feel things moving through my body easier and I feel better overall taking it. It doesn't only just help your digestion and your gut, it also helps your heart health and your skin, and you just take two little capsules a day. It's also very awesome for me to know that it's backed by science, and lots of it. When it was developed in collaboration with Seed Scientific Board and based on their foundational work in probiotics and the microbiome, it's a product that you know you can trust. And also, our gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body, and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for all of the things like digestion, skin health, heart health, and your immune system. Overall, it is a great thing that you should take. So trust your gut with Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com slash moments and use code 25moments to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DS-01 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com slash moments. Code 25moments. You're going to absolutely love it. It's been my favorite thing to take. 
Hear me out. The moms in our life deserve a spa day every single day. My mom is my rock star. She's the best ever and she prioritizes everybody but herself. I'm amazed at how much she can accomplish in one day. But something super cool is that this Mother's Day, you can make every day a spa day for all of the moms in your life with Osea's Mega Moisture Duo. And let me just tell you right now, I use this duo every day. My skin has never felt softer and smoother and more amazing. But what it is, is a value pack of two luxurious body care moisturizers. It's the Undaria Allergy Body Oil and the Undaria Collagen Body Lotion. And they both have the most incredible citrusy scent. And right now you can get an additional 10% off your first order with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. And listen, body care is self-care. So give your mom a chance to love herself and give herself the love that she deserves. Treat your mom to the everyday spa experience she deserves with clean vegan skin and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code MOMENTS at oseamalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head to oseamalibu.com and use code MOMENTS for 10% off. The next thing that we did in Miraval was this cook for me class and we didn't really know too much about it signing up again we made our itinerary didn't know anything about the place but what this was was basically we went into this room not this room this kitchen with 10 other people and these chefs cooked food for us in front of us and told us all about it and served us a glass of wine with each meal and explained why that wine goes with the meal and why certain things are used as seasoning or certain things are used as garnishes and we just learned a lot about culinary. And you might be like, Lexi, I don't really care about culinary. I don't really care about nutrition. What could you have possibly learned there that's going to help me? Here's the thing. We can learn something from everyone. Whether we realize it or not, everyone can be a teacher to us. And there is always room for us to learn more. We will never know it all until the day that we die. And I never expected to learn so much about myself from a chef. But I did. This chef might have possibly changed the course of my life for all I know but his name was Chef Russell and he was the coolest guy he cooked our food told us all about it like I said and then towards the end of this little thing we learned more about him he told us more about his background he had been a professional chef for 27 years and then he decided to retire and he decided that retiring was boring and it wasn't all that it was cracked out to be and he missed his passion he missed his work so what he did was well he he got the job at Miraval and he also took a nutrition course that was like six months long and he was telling the story about how he used to be 400 pounds and I was so shocked when he mentioned that because you would look at him and be like there's no way there's no way this guy is so educated on food and and health and how did he used to be 400 pounds? Not that there's anything wrong with that unless it's unhealthy, but for him it was unhealthy. And he decided to take health into his own hands and not only physically, but mentally. And that's why he fell in love with Miraval because it is such a mindful, spiritual place. Yet the food is also so good for you physically. And I don't know, I hope you guys are getting what I'm putting down, but basically, he just took his life and turned it around and dove back into his passion and he is writing a book now all about it. He's talking about, what's it called again, uh, the longevity trifecta, something like that. I haven't actually looked it up yet. And he's writing about 
how food is important and how taking care of your body is important and how it affects you physically and mentally when you pay attention to what you're putting into your body. And it kind of just, in a way, taught me that I do want to take care of myself a little bit more. And it just inspired me because I love nothing more than when other people talk about what they're passionate about. And that was something so cool about Miraval. Every excursion that we did and every activity that we did, you could tell that everyone wanted to be there and that they genuinely loved what they were doing. And you guys know I'm constantly saying you have to find something to do in life that you love. Like, you can't find work to just make money. That's important. Yes, you have to make money with your work, but you also have to love your work or you're not going to feel fulfilled or satisfied or happy or anything. And it takes time to find that job. And it takes time to figure all of that out. And it's hard work to find work that works. That was a lot of work. But you get what I'm saying. And every single person that we met there loved their job. And it was so cool to hear them talk about it because I'm sure that everyone can do this, but I don't know. I've always had this like sixth sense that I can tell when someone wants to be talking about what it is that they're talking about and when they don't want to be talking about what they're talking about. And I learned that I had this sense when I was in middle school and I could tell which of my teachers actually wanted to be teachers and which of my teachers absolutely hated their job. Then obviously I continued to do that through high school and through college and then I realized I could do it um, not only with my teachers, I could do it with everyone. Anyways, moving on. It was so cool to hear these people talk about their passions and the Just Cook For Me was the coolest experience because Chef Russell opened my mind so much about all things. He reminded me that you're, you're never too old to keep trying new things and to keep doing new things for all, like he's literally 65 years old and he's writing a book right now, which leads me into my next lesson. They all kind of connect in some way, and I wish that I could explain them in the proper order, but you guys know I can't do that. My next lesson that I learned was that we're all so young. Um, Me and Lisette just had this like midlife crisis, existential crisis. I'm not sure if I talked about this on last week's episode, but she just turned 22. We were like, holy crap, we're so old. 22 is so old. Like this has to, we have to stop growing up. And we didn't even want to talk about how old we are because we're like, holy crap, we don't have our lives figured out. We don't have boyfriends. We're not married yet. But Chef Russell reminded me that you have your whole life to figure things out. And even then, you're never going to figure them all out. So don't spend the years that you're young stressing that you're getting old. Because what good does that do? Be young while you're young and embrace it and enjoy it. And while you're 21, be like, frick yeah. I'm 21 and while you're 22 be like frick yeah I'm 22 and it goes on and on when you're 30 appreciate that you're 30 because you'll never be this young again and obviously that makes me even more scared that I'm already getting older obviously but back to the point you're never too old to try something new you're never too young to try something new you're never you're always allowed to find new passions and chase new things which is what led me into my next lesson here we go, we're rolling now, that you you can always find a new passion. And I always want you to try new things. And this isn't something that I just learned this past week. This is something I've been telling you guys forever. But always try new things and continue to try new things and find new passions. 
find new things that you love and just keep on doing it please and that's that like it's as simple as that we're moving on to the next one I also learned a lot about patience on this trip and when we got there at the front desk the lady gave us a envelope and a piece of paper and she said you write yourself a letter while you're here at the end of your trip I want you to write yourself a letter with a word that meant the most to you and then we're gonna mail that letter back to you in three months and my mom and I got in this like silly little argument at lunch or breakfast whenever it was because I literally talked to you guys a lot about this last week or the week before just that when it comes to work sometimes I get a little bit stressed out with my mom and she brought something up that shouldn't have irritated me so much but it did and we got into this little argument about it, it, it it's whatever it's fine now you guys know what it's like fighting with your parents and with your siblings but that's what was heavy on my mind when I wrote this letter because it was the last day that that happened and I didn't know what word I was going to write about and I go to write and the first word that comes to my mind is patience and I'm like God why did you give me this word what are you trying to tell me right now why is this word what's in my mind right now and I started writing because as I've told you guys before when you write a lot more of your subconscious thoughts and a lot more of your feelings will come out of you than they will if you just sit and think about things so what I know to do best whenever I'm questioning like why I feel a certain way is I just write. So I sat there and I started writing and I realized that something that I truly need to work on is having patience, um, not only patience with myself, but patience with the people that are closest to me in my life. And I talked a lot about last week how I get super irritable when I'm going through it and when I'm struggling and that was kind of what sparked the argument with my mom is I got irritable and irritated that she brought up something that I wasn't really ready to talk about and instead of communicating mom can we please talk about it later I really like your idea and I really appreciate it but can we do it at a different time I was like mom I don't want to talk about this right now please let it go you see the difference in the tone and the way that it would you know progress the situation well I came to the horrible realization like you know when you just kind of realize that maybe I was the one who did something wrong or maybe I shouldn't have done that that way and you kind of let the ego you let it go for a second this was one of those moments I was like well I need to practice patience with other people a little bit more and understanding and then from there I also need to practice patience with myself patience with allowing my dreams to come true at the rate that they're ready to come true and patience with myself not being able to accomplish everything all at once and patience with myself in the idea that I still have plenty of time you know I'm not like I just told you guys I'm 21 I'm young we are all young and we all have so much time and it's important to just be patient in everything in life and clearly that was the biggest lesson that Miraval was meant to teach me and I think that that is something that I wanted to share with you. And obviously, I'm not going to get into the super personal stuff that I understood and that I wrote about in my letter to myself. But that's the gist. And that's the most important part. And it's one of those moments where I was like, dang, I really do have a lot of work to do. We all really have a lot of work to do. It doesn't matter how young or how old you are. We always have work to do. We always have things to learn, like I just said before. Like, that's what I mean. All these things connect. Um, 
the next thing that I wrote down about lessons that I learned in Miraval is that it's very important to invest in yourself. Again, this is like not sponsored. I know this. I feel like this sounds really sponsored when I talk about Miraval so highly. I don't know. It's not. I promise. I think it is so important to invest in yourself and to do things sometimes that cost money for you, like going to the spa or going to a meditation or taking the time to book yourself a couple nights at an expensive hotel or an expensive place like Miraval and take care of yourself because we're always taking care of our friends and our family and we're always taking care of ourselves physically. Like, you know, we we don't have a problem spending the money on our nails or on new clothes and we don't have a problem spending money when we go out or on food but when it comes to doing something for yourself mentally and like for your insides and for your healing we're so against it and this also goes back to like therapy too we're always like no I don't I don't want to spend money on that it just feels like a waste of money and anyways the lesson is that it is important to take care of yourself in that way and it is okay to spend money on yourself and sometimes you have to evaluate your priorities. A lot of people are so quick to say, well, I can't afford that. Uh, you can only do that because you're rich. Like, people say stuff like that. Um, and I get that. You know, I'm very lucky and I'm very blessed to have gone to go do this on, like, from Miraval. as like a little... Anyways, what am I saying? Here I go again. All I'm saying is that you can manage and prioritize in certain ways and save up to do things for yourself and we all can do that and we all should do that a little bit more and it's just important for you to take care of yourself and a lot of my listeners not my listeners you guys are my friends a lot of you guys are younger and if you're younger this I guess I just had to pause this because my train of thought was so totally gone because I checked my phone and and then I got all sidetracked. So I'm going to let that go and I'm going to move on and I am going to stop talking about Miraval and I'm going to talk about the next couple lessons that I learned in the past few days. But that was awesome. Miraval was awesome and I want you guys to check it out. I think you can just Google Miraval Arizona and you'll get to the website and just look into it. Like it's super awesome. It's also... I'm not going to lie to you, very freaking expensive. And when I first looked up how much it was to stay there, I was like, holy cow, like why would anyone pay this money? Not even that. Who has this much money? And then obviously after being there, I started to understand why people would spend that much money. And then by the time I left, I understood how people spend that kind of money because I, for, I didn't realize at first that it was like all inclusive and that most of the classes and experiences they offered were free of charge. And then also... When you book a night, you get like a credit that you can use towards the spa, like a hundreds of dollars credit to use every night. So it all started to make sense. Look into it. This is not a Miraval ad, so we're going to move on. I know you guys probably don't care anymore. I just really, really enjoyed it, and I think that you guys would too. And I have this podcast to share these things with you guys, so I don't know why I'm second-guessing myself. A little intermission. I get ecstatic to read you guys this ad because Thrive Cosmetics has been my go-to mascara and makeup for years now so getting to be able to tell you about them is truly a dream come true one thing that i absolutely love about thrive is that they have clean skin loving ingredients and their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply you guys know if you follow me anywhere but just listening to the podcast makeup isn't my strongest suit but i do love to play around with it and thrive makes it so simple 
And another thing that amazes me about Thrive is that for every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products to fund and help communities thrive, which is so beautiful. And they also have an infinity waterproof eyebrow liner, which is so cool. You can get your eyebrows looking exactly how you need them to, and then go jump in the pool. But my most favorite, other than their mascara, which is my top tier Thrive Cosmetics product, it's like a liquid lash extensions mascara. It's tubing. It is, I wear it in the water. It doesn't make me look like a raccoon or a panda. It is incredible. But they also have this brilliant eye brightener that you can use as highlighter. You can use it in your inner corner. I have always used it as my inner corner and it is the best. So refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com moments. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U, S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash moments for 10% off your first order. Moving on. The last day that I was there, I wrote something in my notes and I wrote this poem and I really wanted to read it to you guys, but I think I'm going to save it for next week's episode because it's just such a, it's very deep and it's very real and I want to keep this episode a little bit more lighthearted. So... Stay tuned for next Monday when I read that to you. I'm also probably going to put it in a TikTok somewhere. It was just, I don't know where it came from. I just started writing and it was one of those moments where I was like, oh crap, I'm conflicted. Life is moving too fast. I'm in the early 20s, horrible stage of my life. You guys get what I'm saying. I wrote a poem. That's the only point I was trying to get across. And I'm going to talk to talk to you about it next week because it was pretty heavy. And moving on. Clearly, once I hit 30 minutes on these podcasts, I start losing my mind. Last couple things I want to tell you. I got home from Arizona at like 1 o'clock in the morning. And that was a whole disaster in itself that I don't really need to get into. I'll give you the quick little short story of it. Our flight got canceled while we were halfway back home. Like we had a layover. And then our second flight got canceled. And there were literally no flights out of uh, Dallas-Fort Worth Airport until... 36 hours later so that was a disaster because 36 hours later we had to be at my brother's football game in the keys so we had to get a flight the only possible flight that we could get was 30 minutes from the time that we booked it and it was at a different airport like it was a disaster we had to run but we made it home so everything works out everything happens for a reason maybe that first flight got canceled because if it didn't get canceled it would have crashed these are the these are the ways that i have to think about everything in my life seriously So we got home at like one in the morning, had to wake up at like eight o'clock in the morning because we were driving down to Key West for my little brother's football game. And you know, what I could have done there was been like, hey, mom, dad, like I don't think I'm gonna come anymore because I'm a little bit stressed and I need to get back to work because I feel like I haven't worked in months. I could have said that. And I thought about saying that. And I thought about backing down from going to the Keys. And then I remembered how important family is and how much you should value your time that you have with them and I want to do a whole episode on this because it's something that we take for granted constantly you know we argue with our siblings we argue with our parents we can't wait to grow up we can't wait to move out we can't wait to be away from them and then there comes a time in your life when you finally do that and you finally live on your own and you don't have to see your family all that often and then you miss them you miss every second of hanging out with them and you miss being able to cuddle with your dogs every night or 
you miss hearing your dogs bark and wake you up at 7 a.m. when they're literally barking at lizards and there's nothing at the front door. You miss when your dog would run in the house soaking wet and you have to chase him down to dry him off and then clean up the whole house. You miss when your brothers would drive you absolutely insane that you wanted to punch them in the face. There's a lot of things that we don't miss while we have them. And then you grow up and you wish that you could go back. And if I could describe what I'm trying to explain right now in a song, it would be Never Grow Up by Taylor Swift. Every time I listen to that song, I bawl my eyes out. So as I'm talking about this right now, I'm realizing that it deserves its own episode just because I can feel it in me. Uh, But the lesson that I learned was that I chose to go to the Keys because I've learned how important it is to spend time with your family. Not only how important it is, how enjoyable it is and how lucky we are to have family. And if you're blessed enough to have people in your life who are family, you should do everything in your power to spend time with them and to mend relationships with them and to keep things healthy with them because those are your people. Those are the people you've always you've always got, you know? And it was just such a fun trip. It was only 36 hours, but we had the time of our lives. We started in Boca, where I live, and then we drove down to Key West, which is like four hours, but we get to the first key, Key Largo, within like an hour and a half. So we just stopped at all the breweries along the way. We got a drink at everyone, and obviously I wasn't driving. And obviously we were very spread out with when and what we were drinking. I don't need to get into that. But we get down to my brother's football game. We watched the game, and then while I was there, so many people came up and said hi to me. And I don't really like talking about this because I, I still don't process it. I still think it's crazy that people even know me from like online. Anyways, all of the girls that came up to me were the cutest high school girls that I've ever seen in my whole entire life. And they were all dressed up for the football game. And it was so cool to talk to everyone. And it just made me realize that we grow up way too fast. You know, I was seeing everyone in high school. I was asking everyone that I could like what grade they were in and you know, if they like left their school and just like asking people questions about high school because I freaking miss high school. And especially in that moment, I was watching all the cheerleaders and I was like, dang, I miss when I was a kid and when life was simple. And I know, trust me, that if you are in high school and you're listening to this and you're like, life is not simple. Why is she saying it's simple? I get it. I know. There was a lot of things I was worried about in high school, but it's a different kind of thing. And I don't know, I just had this whole realization that like, I want to take my time growing up, I want to take it slow, and I want to appreciate every little second of every little day that I have with my family, and if you are in high school, I want you to please appreciate every little second and every moment while you're there, and I'm going to get into a whole episode again on high school and college with Lisette because I told you guys I would do that. So many things I want to talk about, so many things to rant about. And I'm kind of finding my spark for this podcast again. Not that it ever left. I've always loved talking to you guys, but I've kind of gotten back in touch with, I don't know, just wanting to talk to you guys about certain things. And not only just on this podcast, but I also am going to go do a little presentation at a middle school soon because middle school for me was probably the hardest time in my life. And I just want to go in there and talk to people who are in middle school about everything that I went through and just remind them that it does get better and everything's going to be okay and just kind of 
talk them through my experiences because I know that I wasn't the only one that felt them and went through them and just remind everyone that they're freaking awesome and beautiful and deserving and I'm getting all over the place right now so I'm gonna go but I want you guys to take a few things away from this episode obviously whatever it is that spoke to you the most is what you needed to hear the most but I want you to take this and understand that everything's going to be just fine and that you don't need to grow up fast and that you need to appreciate where you are right here and right now and keep an open mind and be willing to always learn more and always learn from other people and be kind to the people around you and try new things and do things you love and keep chasing your passion. And I think that that is going to help lead you to a very beautiful and happy life. I love you guys. Like, seriously, I'm so grateful for you. Um, I'm going to go watch the FSU game with Lisette and my dad and my brothers at this little restaurant in Boca because, again, family time is important. And I almost told my dad, like, I don't really want to come watch the game. But I do because I want to hang out with him and I want to hang out with my brothers. And life is short. And every moment that I get with them, I'm going to spend with them. I can do my work whenever the time's right to do it. You can always learn something from that, too. I don't know. I love you guys. You're the best. I'll talk to you next Monday. Bye.